you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Well, we're on to Cincinnati. It's my team. It's my quarterback. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Hello? You play to win the game. They want you to cook the dinner. At least they ought to let you shop for some of the groceries. And on the way up, we're going to buy the kneecap off. You kidding me? Playoffs? I'm just here so I won't get fined. How can you not be romantic about football? Man? Woo! Welcome to another week of Benched with Bonetta. We are getting closer to football, baby. I feel like every single week I start the same way. I start the show by saying we're getting closer to football. But now more than ever, it's true because we're closer to football. Full disclosure, I had a tuna salad sandwich and a cold brew right before this. Your girl is feeling terrible. Speaking of feeling terrible, Mohan and I went out this weekend. Um, just a little fun oh. cruise cruise on the town. And there was somebody at the bar. Graver, I want your opinion on this. There was somebody at the bar that was doodling photos of people on post-its. Like, and just handing that like caricature. You see those TikToks of people getting their caricatures drawn and they're just like highlight every single feature in like the most ridiculous way. And he was doing it to everybody at the bar and just handing them this these like rude ass post-its. <laughs> How would you react to that? I thought I looked good in mine. No, yours. Yeah, sure. <laughs> just like pretend to be like. It was more so the other people that we were with. Their Their photos were pretty brutal. Just like highlighted every single you know, funny trait about them. I think the only thing you can do is say like, oh, thanks. This is so cool. I appreciate it. And then walk away as fast as you can. Huh. So you you liked yours. Did you keep yours? Uh, Yeah. Huh. It's on my fridge. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Okay. So maybe I'm out of my mind. Back to me feeling terrible after eating a tuna salad sandwich and coffee. Not a good idea. But I am so excited for the show today. We've got so much to talk about. As we are inching closer, you would think that we'd have like more like actual like football things to talk about. But no, this week, everyone was talking about, is Tom Brady on the mass Singer? And I think that the answer is no. Honestly, guys, this has re- been really bumming me out this week. So everyone, he he's not at training camp. He's not showing up with the Bucks this summer. Everyone's like, what's going on? Um, lots of rumors kind of being out there. The latest one, I think, last week was that he was on Mass Singer. Why would Tom Brady ever do Mass Singer? There was a Reddit thread someone put together that just laid it all out, and it made sense from the standpoint of this argument, you know, he retired back in what March or whatever it was. Mm. So like perhaps during that retirement period, he makes this deal with Fox and then Fox and Matt Singer's on Fox. He's like, Oh, I don't have an obligation during football season anymore. So in August I could come on the Matt Singer and then he's already signed up for that. So he doesn't want to back out because he doesn't want to lose the whole giant Fox deal. 
and Joe Buck. Could you imagine if he lost the giant fox <laughs> because he wouldn't do Mass Singer? I actually love that, that storyline. Joe Buck is a Fox announcer. He did the Mass Singer a little while ago. The uh, the taping dates that like they have audience that you can sign up to be in the audience. Like the dates. I'm sorry, were you the exactly... one that posted this on Reddit? No, but I did read. Um, you do know seems a lot about like you this. You are pretty deep in the weeds on this one. <laughs> I I bought heavily into the theory. That's do why. we think that Tom Brady has? Here's my here's where I take issue with the Mass Singer. They auto tune everyone's voice. Yeah, do they not? A... So it's like, how am I really supposed to know whose voice? Also, I love that these people are like, oh, what's that? What's that voice? Oh my God, is that Tay Diggs? As if they would know what Tay Diggs sounds like singing like Christina Aguilera songs or something. It's the most ridiculous show. I don't know why people buy into this. Don't they give them clues though? Like this person is an athlete? Or... I guess so. But it's I like if you auto tune, like, okay, sorry. Y'all are cowards. Don't auto tune your voice. Then I'm in. Then I am in. I think T-Pain I see... went on the show and like T-Pain is famous for the auto tune yes. voice, right? And sang without auto tune. See, that's interesting. He has a great voice. That's an interesting storyline. But everybody voice. else, it's like, show me, like if Tom Brady was on The Masked Singer and I knew that there was no auto tune, oh, good Lord, I would be sitting in front of my television on premiere day. Like yeah. I want to see, I want to hear that voice. Do you guys think he's going to be a good singer? He's so good at everything. No. Right? I don't think so. He probably isn't, but he, he can't. He can't have that. As he's well. been denying that he's on the Mass Singer. Meanwhile, like Fox isn't saying anything concrete, but they're definitely like hinting like he might be on the Mass Singer, which of which course they're gonna do because they want everyone to tune in. Okay, well, I don't think he's on the Mass Singer. So he posted these photos as when he did get back with the Bucks, and and it's like, uh, I think the caption was like, "Man, I've missed my guys. Like, so happy to be back." And it's all these photos of his teammates like smiling, so happy. And then if you look at the pictures of Tom, he looks like something's happened. Something has happened. And I know Mohan's Mohan's anti this topic. I feel like him and Giselle are done. I think that they've broken up. I think that they went, it was like reported that they went to the Bahamas or some like secret little location and they were away. And I'm, listen, I don't mean to talk about people's dirty business. I don't, I don't. That's exactly what you're doing. I don't mean to spill tea. But Tom Brady, he signed up for a life of people spilling his tea. I I, I think, listen, I'm just trying to put myself in Giselle's shoes. Okay. Don't, don't raise your eyebrows at this. Just listen. I'm just trying to put myself in Giselle's shoes. You have this incredibly talented husband who has gone on to win every single thing in his life. Okay. Then he leaves the Patriots. He wants to prove to himself or for whatever reason, I can do this without bill. I can do this on my own, whatever. Okay. He does that brand new city, brand new team. Incredible. We're like, Oh wow. What else does this guy need? He retires. Great. Go be with Giselle. Go be with your family. Go be with the millions of other dollars that you make from all these other things. And then he comes back. Like, if I was Giselle, I'd be like, what more do you need? Why can't you just be my Tom? My Tommy Tom. And that's what I think's going on. The um the memes of him unretiring, and it's it was like it's like parents with their annoying kids, and it's like Tom Brady one week spends after, thirty minutes yeah. with kids on retire. But maybe they, maybe when he retired, he's like, I want to spend time with my family. Like the kids are at an age where I want to spend time with them. They had this vacation plan in the Bahamas, and then he came back. Hilarious. And then he's like, Oh, I need to take. I promised my family a vacation at this time. I'm gonna do it. So you think absolutely nothing's wrong? Business as usual. Yeah. They're gonna go about their their year and their their lives. Graver, where do you stand on this? 
I, I like Splitsville w- or is it, this is Us Weekly. This is the uh, Us Weekly podcast now. I like where you're coming from. Like Giselle's mad that he said he would retire and now he's back playing football again. Mm-hmm. But I just think because Tom Brady's life is so public, like you said at the beginning of this, mm-hmm. I think we would know already if this was the case. Somebody would have, I mean, they had the report that he was retiring before he could announce it out there. But I Googled it and there are reports. I, I had somebody message me about this this week saying that this was perhaps the case. And we were all like, <gasps> And then I just looked it up like an hour before we started recording. I was like, is this like out there? And it is. There's multiple reports that they are getting split up. I'm sure there are reports of him like maybe he went to outer space. Okay, Mohan. Wow, you're just like a I'm big believer him in love, so much, huh? but... Aw. Listen, I don't want this to be the case. I want I want them to live happily ever after. I'm just saying this might be... Listen, we're journalists. we got to report the news. We got to report the news, and this is what the news is. It's on our radar. It's on our radar. Um, so, Tom Giselle, I hope you're healing. I hope that you guys can find love again in the Bahamas. Um, but I mean, whatever has happened, it's got it. We'll find out. We're we always find out. find out. We always find out. The number one NFL gossip show. Gossip is what we have. Um. Okay, so that's that's that. And then also some more gossip that came out. This is the story that Mohan wanted to lead with because he thought it was more interesting than Tom and Giselle getting a divorce. But guess what? It's not your podcast. It's mine. I, I feel like you, podcast, there's like, a hint of something. Uh, it came out this week that Dana White was trying to get Brady and Gronk to the Raiders uh, when Brady left the Patriots. See, I just feel like this is old news. We already knew that the Raiders were on Brady's radar because he had already said that thing like uh oh yeah I get, uh, they're sticking with this bleeping guy we already knew that was Derek Carr no we didn't yes we did Justin did you know that yes, I feel like most people thought it was Jimmy Garoppolo yes or... no I remember seeing reports that it was Derek Carr you may be right mm. Stick with your guns. Uh, But think about how crazy that would have been knowing what the Raiders went through last year, having Brady there trying to deal with all that stuff without. So apparently it was down to John Gruden and John was just like, I don't want to do this. So that's why they didn't do (laughs) it. The weirdest part about that whole conversation was when Gronk was like, I'm glad it didn't go through. And somebody he was sitting with on that panel was like, oh, really? Like, what do you mean, really? He won a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. Of course, he's happy with the way Gronk it turned out. Gronk also living in Vegas doesn't... I, uh, I don't know if I want to experience that as like a viewer. You know? Like, Gronk's beat... You know how they have like a like a club at uh, the stadium there? It would be Gronk... They would just turn into Gronk's beach. For sure. So, I'm not into that. So, nice try, Mohan, but that's not what's leading the show. Uh, you know what else I want to talk about? Baker Mayfield... He was named the starter for the Panthers this week. And Panthers, a top three bench bachelorette yeah! team. Uh, he is going to be playing in the opener against the Cleveland Browns. Um, and he said that this week it's going to mean something to him. Miles Garrett, however, doesn't want to add fuel to the fire. Do you think he's just trying to be like, Downplay. just like, stop, just Downplay. stop talking about this. Just let, let's just like, because he knows that they're going to lose. Yeah. And then and Stefanski was asked about it. And he, and he said, I'm still, I'm focused on week three of the preseason. We'll get to that week one. Yeah. 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 I was uh, working out yesterday as I do, as I do. And I was thinking about Kevin Stefanski. 
because I met him at the combine and I was so freaking stoked. He was so nice. He was wearing his little Patagonia sweater. He's a handsome and guy. And a I told him he was number one in my head coach attractiveness rankings. You That's did. Right. I remember you telling us that. And Shoot you know what? Good on <laughs> you. Good on you, Graver, that you did that. Um, but he was so lovely. And I remember posting a photo with him and I was like, guys and everyone's just like yay we're so happy for you because you got to meet him and then literally a week later i had to delete it <laughs> due diligence but i was thinking about him because like he had such an incredible season la- like he's ha- had some success with this team and he seems like a really nice guy obviously i don't know him personally he seems like a really nice guy and now he's just like stuck with this mess Careful what you wish for, because it seemed like he didn't love Baker, and then he chose... Yeah, but from what I'm hearing, he's not loving the situation that he's stuck in Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. He ended up with something worse. So Baker is going to be playing game one. I am so excited for this game. I'm already like planning the spread. Like in my mind, I'm already like, okay, I'm going to town on the food. This is going to be like the, this is going to, this is my Super Bowl. This is my Super Bowl. Week one, Panthers, Browns, Baker starting. This is... Masipabo against Jacoby. Yeah. Come on. Baker uh, is a fun fact. He is the 10th highest um, jersey sale in the NFL. For the Panthers? Well, uh, yeah. Well, his Panthers jersey. You know what? So people are in. People him. are in. But the people are buying in. I love that. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about before we go to the break. Kyler Murray, guys, he keeps on calling these plays for preseason game. What do we think this is about? Is, is this a um, we want to save Kyler's, you know, image? But it's not making Cliff look very good because I think this last game he had like many more points scored than when Cliff did calling the game. So. Yeah, so he let Kyler Murray call the second half and the Cardinals were down like, what, 21 to 3 or 24 to they were down a lot of points and Kyler took over play calling and they like scored a bunch of points. Points scored by Cardinals when plays were called by Kyler, 14. Points scored by Cardinals when plays were called by Cliff, 3. Like, who's this benefit? What, what are we doing? You might be making one guy look better because he knows how to play. Like, what What are we doing? You're making the coach look bad now. Well, they talked about, we talked about this on Around the NFL on Monday. Just wow, that, wow. Promoting another podcast on our podcast. Other, as well, usual. I just don't want to. We're just a side podcast. I don't want to regurgitate these takes as if they're my own. So Classic this is graver. what Greg and Mark were saying mm. on, about this is that like, yeah, it does like, Maybe it makes Cliff look kind of bad in the sense that he's like worse than Kyler, but it's great publicity for Kyler and it kind of like pushes down the previous story about, oh, he doesn't study enough, oh, blah, blah, blah. But then the the guys also said he's probably just calling the same plays that he calls in Madden on the field <laughs> and it's working for him there. He, uh, it, I think it's a genius move by, a PR, genius PR move by the Cardinals. I don't think so because <laughs> now it's like, you, you could also look back on last season and blame Cliff for the way that things ha- like ended. That game against the Rams that I always yeah. talk about was atrocious. Do not play whose house. Do not play whose house. <laughs> Hands where I can see him. Uh, but you now, blame, now it shows that, my, blame like, that the Cliff. quarterback is capable. He knows the playbook because that was the whole reason of the, the homework clause and the backlash from that. I don't know, guys. I'd be curious. Let let us know on the tweets. God. Oh, God. If you want this tuna sandwich to come <laughs> back out onto this table, no, play that again. Play that all day long. Epic social clip. Um, listen, Rams, I love you. That's gotta go. Am I the only one that dislikes it? 
I just haven't experienced as much as you. You've not been to a Rams game? No. Oh, we got to get that this year. We got we to gotta get Mo on experiencing who's house Rams house. For the the only bad part about it to me is when the Rams are losing at home. And the only Rams game I went to last year besides the Super Bowl was the Titans at Rams. Mm. And the Titans dominated that game. And they're like trying to get the crowd amped up by playing who's house. And like all the Titans fans in the stadium were then responding to that Titans because house. they were winning by so much. That's funny. That's great. Um, listen, I'm not, I'm not going to change my mind uh, about Kyler because he's calling plays. I'm going to change my mind because he shows up to work every day and he's an adult and he wins football games and he plays absolutely bonkers this year. Anything else? I'm still thinking about all the offseason crap that we just went through. My, my last analogy is if I play Steph Curry and Pig, and I and I and I and I get a letter on him. Okay. That doesn't mean I'm better at basketball than Steph Curry. I don't know. Maybe it does. So in this Kyler in this Kyler situation, just because he scored more points, why than would Clip you go than, with pig and not horse? Who, I, who I get plays bored. pig? I get bored, a, a bored easily. Game. I get bored easily. So, so you just do three pig. letters and mm-hmm. then you give up and walk away. Yeah, and then you can play best out of game? three or best out of five. Wow. Depending on how it goes. But. I'm more of a horse guy. Interesting. Uh, all right, we've got more football. Okay, there's a crazy Rex Ryan story that just came out. So we are going to be talking about that after the break. Don't go anywhere. You're a horse guy. I'm a horse guy. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower. 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. It's the best. All right. Lots going on this week. This literally just broke right before we started recording, and I got so psyched. Rex Ryan is going to be on Amazing Race. Which this show gives me so much anxiety. Like there's nothing worse than like having to be somewhere at a specific time. And you're racing out against all these people. And it's like halfway across the world. And like, what if my plane gets delayed? No, thank you. I would not sign up for this show. But who is Rex? Okay, so Rex, uh, Amazing Race, you have to have a buddy with you. You have to have a partner to go on this journey with. Who is his partner? We need, to, his, this is interesting. His name is Tim Mann. He's one of his golf buddies. Okay. Who's also a probation officer. So this is confusing to me. It's not his probation well, officer. We, his profession maybe we don't is know. Maybe there's a, more about Rex Ryan that we don't, that we don't know that we're learning on Amazing Race. Okay. Tim Mann and he is a probation officer and also a, a golf, golf buddy. buddy. Okay. Cannot wait to meet Rex Ryan's friends. I'm sure they are very colorful. But this made me think of something. I would like to publicly announce that I think that I could win Survivor. I think that I could win a season of Survivor. Wow. Yeah. I think Mohan would not win and perhaps would embarrass himself on live television and like maybe even cry because he misses his mom. Oh my but, gosh. But you would go far. I would go very far. Because you are a schemer. Mm. And a scammer. A schemer. And you lie. No, I, but in but in the right ways. So you, you play, that's a horrible you play, thing. You play you play a little. You play the victim. Like you lie about like what's going on. Really, this mm. isn't a, a chicken and egg You're situation. Very, listen, let me say something really nice about Mohan. Mohan is very very smart and intelligent and knows what's going on with everyone at all times. But he doesn't let you know that. He plays it cool and plays dumb until you actually know him. 
That's well, why you would I go just far. Got put on blast. That's why you would go far. So, Thank Rachel, you. would you be like a, a really good social game, or would you be a challenge beast, or like what's your strategy? Okay, so I'm a little bit of a gossip queen. Okay, so that would be that would that's my Achilles heel. Yeah, is that I would get that caught. Down. Yeah, go, being the gossip queen. Because well, if we make I an alliance, we can, if we make an alliance, I'll let you know who to say what to. And that'll keep you safe. And yeah. then you help me out with the challenges. Um, I actually think all of us could go far. I, I would play the social game. I would be everybody's friend. Um, I tr- I think that I've watched Survivor enough that I know how the game is played. Graver would go far because he's just such an, a nice person. And mm, people, thanks. like, I would have a hard time kicking you off. Yeah, like My strategy would be to be friends with everybody. But sometimes you can get caught, like, playing both sides. So Yeah, and know. people aren't going to like that. Right. Uh, oh, hold on. Time out. I'd, for a second, let's just rewind. I would go far because I'm a schemer, and Justin would go far because he's a nice guy. I just want to make sorry, sure everyone... Sorry, where's the lie? Nice guys finish last. I wouldn't go far. Sorry, where's the lie? <laughs> no, I really think that you would. I think people would have a hard time putting out your candle and looking you in the eye because they'd be like, oh, Graver's the nice guy. He's growing this up. Yeah. Um, but out of all three of us, I think I'd win. And that's just the truth. I think it would be a good and amazing race team. I how would you do with like the weather and stuff like that the rain yeah I can do it building could you build a shelter yeah could you catch a fish probably not (laughs) (laughs) that's what you gotta eat you're gonna eat like rice and stuff and that's it Uh, Hmm. I could do it and I just oh I just I love the transformations like people are just jacked at the end of it I love that we went from it Amazing race conversation, and we're just talking about Survivor. Well, because I wanted to use it as an excuse to, I don't know, maybe we've got some producers on Survivor that love Bench with Benetta. Here's my chance. I'd love to be on I Survivor. I know someone who used to work in the um, tra- as a travel coordinator for Survivor. Oh, wow. That's interesting. She would go to Fiji twice a year, and like, you know, that sounds fun. I kind of want to know the background on like how Survivor is actually made. Like, they can be in some pretty dicey situations. Like how how are there like no tigers popping out to like sniff around? You know, it's just very interesting. It's all fake. It's like lost. Um, I don't so- think Survivor's fake though. I think Survivor of all the reality shows, Survivor. I mean, not that they're like actually in <laughs> j- danger of dying, but in terms of like how much the producers control like the <gasps> season narrative. Wow, I think Survivor is one Should of the ones. Should we just turn this into a Survivor? Let's let's turn this into an Amazing Race watch podcast, and we're just gonna watch. <laughs> Honestly, every week there's gonna be a Rex Ryan update on Amazing Race. We should do that. Um, I could not do Amazing Race though because it gives me anxiety even thinking about it. So that is easily the best thing that I saw this week. I will be watching that. Absolutely. Um, also, guys, Andrew Luck retired three years ago today. Isn't that insane? Is what twenty nine? We love a mentally healthy king that is looking out for himself. That was such a sad day when he did that. And to think, like, it's August 24th. Three, like, could you imagine, like, a starting court? Like, that, it was just so crazy when he did that. And and good for him. Look out for your mentals, people. We always say that on this podcast. Uh, and then the last thing, uh, the crazy things that I heard this week. Why does everyone keep on talking trash about Patrick Mahomes? Like, are we asking him to just absolutely ball out this year? Tyree Kill said that two is a more accurate quarterback than he is. Now Sammy Watkins is saying Rodgers is a better quarterback. Like, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is an incredible quarterback. But, like, why why do people feel the need to, like, say these things? Patrick is, Patrick is the kind of guy that's like, oh, cool, 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 cool. And that, yeah, then he's, he's going to go out it. and have, like, the craziest season that any of us have seen. Is this fantasy football advice from you? Draft Patrick Mahomes? 
Um, I guess so. Isn't that like a given? People should just like yeah. have that tattooed on their head at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, guys, we are coming down to the end of the um, the rose. Shall we say? Three teams left. Oh, I'm sad that this is going to be over. It's been a good ride. So many memories, so many connections made, you know. Um, I know who it's going to be today. I thought about it on my way in. I mourned it. I I made a list of pros and cons in my head. And uh, unfortunately, the cons outweigh the pros with this team. Carolina Panthers. Baker Mayfield. I'm going to let go of you. And this is a big moment on our show because as you all know, I love Baker. Like truly want nothing but the best for him. I'm probably gonna cry week one watching him thrive. I hope he looks healthy. I hope he looks great. But the problem is Baker's not, um, he's not like a Tom Brady. Like I don't know if he's gonna be in Carolina forever. And Baker is the one that I'm rooting for. I've absolutely no. I've been to Carolina once, and it was too hot. Sorry, it was too hot. Yeah, I feel. And like, there was a shark in the water. Oof. I feel like this is a good like. That was a fun fling, but do you really see a future with them? I see a future with Baker. So I will be his fan. I will be a fan of his. Um. So maybe next season, I don't know, maybe we do like a a bench bachelor with like favorite players, but Baker's always going to be my number one. So I will continue to support him, but Carolina's too hot and it's got sharks in the water and I didn't, I haven't gone in the ocean since. It was so scarring. Um, so there we go, guys. Bills and the Chargers are left. Let me know who you think is a better match. Quickly, I'm from Canada. Buffalo Bills, Toronto. My personality, you know, I love taking jello shots and flying through tables, baby, that are maybe sometimes on fire. Um, that's my vibe. But then the Los Angeles Chargers. It's kind of got the same thing that I loved about the Browns. The little brother mentality. They haven't won anything. Justin Herbert's my guy. So that is who is left standing. Any 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 thoughts? Any predictions of who is going to be on I, top? I said week one it was going to be the Chargers. Mm. Wow. What about you, Graver? Didn't you have somebody high up in the Chargers hitting you up early on? There was some messages exchanged. Oh. Yeah. There were so, some messages exchanged. An endorsement. I, I think oh. there's pros to both. You know, if you hop on that Bills bandwagon now, some people are going to call you a bandwagoner, but in five years, nobody's going to remember that. You yeah. might have a chance to root for the Super Bowl winner this year from the beginning of the season. They're everyone's favorite right now. Usually that doesn't work out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and it wouldn't is... feel right if they did win. Mm-hmm. I feel True. like you'd be like... Not a real well, thing. Well, let me tell you, I have not made up a, I haven't made up my mind. I on, thought I thought my mind was made up. It is not. On the Chargers side, it's like they're right next door to where we tape this podcast. There could be chances okay, to go you guys across are the street, heavily, heavy, get some social content. On one side. No, I think both would be a fun team to root for this year hmm. because you got two exciting quarterbacks no matter which way you go, good coaching staffs. I don't know. It's a win-win. Okay. Um, well, I guess, wh- are we making a decision next week? That seems crazy. Well, we have to because the following week, we're previewing ah! week one. Oh, my God. I'm going to pick my team next you gotta week. you got to commit. I for will a year, for be a year. committing until we do, um, what's it called? Paradise Island? No. Bachelor Bachelor in Paradise. Benetta and Benched in Paradise. Benetta in Paradise. <laughs> We're workshopping Guys, this I one. can barely even say 
bench bachelorette or whatever this is called. Um, guys, thank you as always for listening to this podcast. Let us know if you think that Tom and Giselle are getting a divorce. Definitely not. Definitely not? You're voting no. Graver, what are you voting? Not this year. <laughs> Dark. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Benched underscore pod to see the videos clips we talk about each week with your own eyeballs. I love you guys. I mean it. If you were on The Bachelorette, I'd pick you. Just kidding. We don't know each other that well. Um, But thank you for listening. We will see you next week. Bye. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.